SoWin TV presents. SoWin TV presents. Faith and hope with sweet tea and sass. Encouraging couples to reconnect with God and with each other so they can live their happily ever after too. Hi everybody. Welcome back to another episode of Sweet Tea and Sass. This week's episode is going to be more focused on Elizabeth. And now that we have a new baby in our life, because last episode we were talking about our little brown-eyed girl and how she rocked our world and mm -hmm. and this episode we're going to be dealing of dealing of the desires the of my heart the difficulties of being a mom and having a new child at home and this week's bible verse is one that uh i'm sure a lot of you have, a lot of you know um the proverbs 31 woman but in, especially the verses 27 and 28 it's she watches over the affairs of her household and does not eat the bread of idleness. Of course, you were never, you've never been idle. And her children arise and call her blessed, her husband also, and he praises her. What is idle? I don't know. I don't have that sitting on my gear shift. No, it's my either, motor it's doesn't either, idle. <laughs> it's either parked or go. Yeah, it's either asleep or go. Uh, I don't even think you have an off switch. Uh, yeah, because I just kind of pass out when I stop. That's about it. So, like I said, this episode is about um, learning to deal with an infant and wanting the or having the desire. Well, I kind of knew how to deal with an infant. I'd well, had, yeah, I'd I know, been dealing with infants this since one, I was a this child. This one is yours, though. Yeah, this one was mine. She so, was, she was mine, but she was her daddy's girl. So, when daddy got home from work, she was all about daddy. But this this episode's focusing on you and, well, and wanting to wanting to stay home with her because yeah. the whole time I was pregnant, I was home because I was laid off, like I told you in the last episode, because of the economy. The economy had gotten better, but I had used all of my um, my uh, unemployment while I was pregnant. So the day that she was born was when my unemployment ran out. So I had been saying the entire time I was pregnant, I don't like the stay at home thing. I don't like being at home. I don't, I gotta have something to do. I can't stay at home. I, we're going to have to, I'm going to, I'm going to go back to work. We're going to have to find daycare. Can't do it. Can't do it. Can't do it. They brought that baby in that night at midnight and they put her in my arms and I looked at him and I said, don't make me go back to work. I can't leave her with anybody else. Yep. Uh, of course, today it's a lot easier with computers and everything else being able to work from home and yeah. stay at home with your kids and, and, and I, still draw a paycheck and that kind of stuff. But Yeah, I would have done that with the computer then, and that wasn't an option. We didn't have the internet and we didn't have cell phones and we didn't have all those luxuries and, you know, we didn't have laptops. Computers were, uh, it took a whole room to house a computer at that point in time. So, you know, and they were mega expensive. Oh, goodness, so me. I, uh, you know, I, uh, I just, I just wanted to stay at home, but 
we managed to lean on our savings and juggle bills and do what we had to do. And she was born in July. And so that was the busy time at the, at the mechanic shop he was working at. And so we were able to make it for, for about 10 months, but by about eight months, we were, we were getting hungry. We we didn't have any money. It was the middle of winter and business at the mechanic shop was slow and well he yeah. only got minimum wage for the hours that he was there because there wasn't business there wasn't cars coming in for him to work on and get commission on and they and weren't offering overtime and there was no overtime and uh, it, it was just pretty bad we had to borrow money to pay the bills and it was getting pretty bad so it was down to where I was gonna have to get a job so I found a little tiny daycare out in the country where we lived and two little old grandmas that kept the baby the the babies and there was only two babies in there yeah. two grandmas so Megan was going to make the third baby so I convinced myself it would be okay and I went I found a job at a pharmacy at a hospital and I started back to work and I I tried I tried to work I tried to keep going and <laughs> I dropped her off and she was fine she was happy and playful and didn't have any problems me on the other hand yeah I cried all the way to work I cried all the way home I cried all through lunch every day I just wanted to be at home with my baby and I just needed to find a way to be at home with my baby it was just miserable I hated it I hated leaving her I hated being away from her I just wanted to be, I just wanted to be with her. I mean, even if I could find a job that would pay me and I could take her with me, I just wanted desperately to be with her. And I know there are so many moms out there now. I mean, I, that, that have that deep seated feeling and need to want to stay home with their, with their children and raise their children. And now, like I said, there's lots of things you can do. I mean, now I, I work from home a lot course my home is on wheels so home can be wherever I need it to be but you know I with my speaking and writing books and doing collaboration books with other women and coaching I can work from anywhere and I can do I can do that easily and so it makes it easy for me to you know take the afternoon yesterday afternoon and go watch my granddaughter so my daughter-in-law could run errands and do things she needed to do without having to get the baby in and out of the car um but i didn't, didn't have, have those options then so well, your mom was five minutes down the road but she worked every day not that she would have watched her anyway no no even when she was off from work she i mean they did watch megan they did watch megan quite a bit when it was just megan it was when we started adding to Megan that they didn't want to watch yeah. it anymore. She, you know, she was fine when it was just the one and it was Megan and Megan looked so much like me and everything. She was okay with that. But when we had more, it, it became too inconvenient. Yeah. But anyway, that's another story for another day. But the desire of my heart was to be home with my kids. And I think that's true for a lot of women. A lot of women are happy working. And I think whatever you want to do, whatever you feel led and called to do is okay. It's your decision. It's how God made you. But if you feel led to stay home with your kids, 
That's you okay need too. to figure out a way to do that. And there are many ways that you can do that now and be home with your kids and, and work from home. And I think, honestly, I think that's the best way for everybody because why have kids if you're going to let somebody else raise them? Yep. Why are you going to have them and not raise them yourself? And so my desire was to be at home with her. So I, I was looking for something that I could do from home or something that I could do at night so that after he got home so that I was there during the day and he was at home at night so that they were at least with one of their parents. And I wasn't really looking for this business at the time. I was looking for sippy cups and the best sippy cups on the market at the time were made by Tupperware. So I call the Tupperware distributor in Shreveport, the town that the biggest town closest to us and asked them, I said, I need to get some sippy cups. I have a one-year-old and I need sippy cups. Can I come by there and just buy some sippy cups? And they said, well, we need to have a sales rep call you because we don't sell direct to customers. We have a sales rep call you. We'll have somebody close to you call me, call you. So they had the lady that lived right down the road from my mom and dad call me. And she, she talked to me into doing a party, a Tupperware party. So I was like, well, okay, you can get your cup, sippy cups for free. You don't even have to pay for them. At this point, free was a really good thing for us because we were still digging out of this hole of the 10 months that I stayed home and trying to get back on our feet and get caught up with everything. Pay for a baby. And yeah. pay for a baby and everything. So I was like, okay, well, I can get them for free. That's good. That's better. So I'll do that. So we set up a time for her to do a party and she came out and did the party. And I had a lot of my friends came from church and we had a great time and we did, I did a really good party. And then after it was over, she started talking to me about, well, you know, all these sales, we could convert to you and you could become a salesperson and you could do your own parties and have your own little business. And then, you know, you could build it up where you could quit your job. Oh, dang, I could quit my job. I could do these kind of parties like you just did here tonight with a bunch of women and and make money. And I could be home during the day with my baby. I'm in. Where do I sign? And you had three of your friends say they were interested in parties. Those would be your parties. And so you would have already have a start on your business. So I'm like, yeah, I'll talk to my husband, but I'm I'm in, I'm all in. So I talked to him, and he's like, why not give it a shot? Didn't have to convince me. No, he's like, if you if that's what you want to do, and that can get you not crying every day all the way to work and back and home with Megan, that's what I want too. So let's do it. Go for it. And I had been in sales. I had my first sales business. When I was 13, I I had to get my mom to fill out the paperwork because I was too young to even be in a sales business <laughs> because I have always been an entrepreneur. I I have entrepreneur DNA and it's it runs in my whole family. Yep. And, you know, my my grandmother was an entrepreneur. My great my great grandfather hit my great great grandfather. We just it, it just runs in our DNA all the way back. And I think you. Sometimes it's inbred in you and sometimes 
you, it's just something that you have a desire for. And some people don't. Some people just like to go to work and get a check. Sweet tea. Hi, me. He wants to go to work and get a check. And he never did have an, a desire to be in a business. I never had a desire to go get a check from somebody else. I want to make my own check because then I can make it as big as I want or as little as I want. I can work as much as I want or as little as I want. And I can, I, I can call the shots because really at the bottom, the bottom line is I want to call the shots. I want to be the boss. I'm the CEO. And that's where I'm at now. I'm the CEO and I run the business and that's my business and I run it. And that's how I was then. I want to be at home and I want to call the shots. And if I don't want to work on a Thursday night, I want to be able to not work on a Thursday night. So I signed up for Tupperware. And at first I started doing Tupperware on Tupperwares and Thursday nights after I had already worked a full day. So then I was not with my child all day and that night while he was home with her so that I could get established. I that, did, took, that took about six months to I get established. I did that for about six months. And then I had to quit because some other things happened. We're not going to tell you about those today. We're going to wait and tell you about those later. But we had some other unexpected developments happen in your life, my life, our life. All together, our life kind of just went crazy, to say the least. And, you know, I just kept plugging away at my little Tupperware business, getting more, more clients, more parties, and... I just kept working towards being able to quit that full-time job and be at home with my daughter. And I moved her to a couple of different daycare, daycare type places. I, um, I finally found one of the girls that went to church with us that stayed home with her two boys. And her husband was full-time Air Force, active duty Air Force. And um, I left Megan with her. And so that worked out much better. I felt better about that, that at least she was in somebody's home with two other children and not in a daycare type situation or in a home care type situation where there were six or eight kids and one old lady that was really mean and I didn't like her. And it made, gave me a really bad feeling if I dropped her off there because the daycare I originally put her in closed down because they didn't have enough business to stay open and I had to move her around a couple times and it was just torture it was torture so mainly moms what I want to tell you and dads what I want to tell you is whatever your heart is telling you about your child and your home follow your heart do what your heart is telling you listen to your gut listen to your gut because that's the Holy Spirit leading you and telling you what is best for you, what is best for your child, what's best for your spouse, what's best for your family. And you need to follow that and do what he, the Holy Spirit is leading you to do. Because, you know, it's, it, it's everybody, you know, the old oh, different strokes for different folks, different people, different things are right for different people. And it just wasn't a good fit for me. Daycare wasn't a good fit. I had been left in daycare and it was very traumatic because I was with my grandmother full time until I was almost six. 
And then my biological mother took me and dropped me off at daycare and just left me and didn't explain anything to me. And I felt abandoned. And I wanted to go back to my grandmother's, who at the time I thought was my mother. And I wanted to be with her on the family farm at home where I was used to. I hadn't even been left in the church nursery. Excuse me, my voice is going. Drink over there. Yep. And so it was it was a lot of the issues that I had leaving Megan at daycare were my issues. They weren't Megan's issues. It was my issues from my childhood that I still had not worked through and that I had to work through. But once I was able to build, uh, start building up my little Tupperware business and get it to a point where I had a couple of people working under me, making, making sales and doing parties, and I was getting commission off of their sales and I was starting to build up my sales, I was getting to the point where I was rolling and getting to a point where I could stay home with Megan, which was my goal. And you have to have goals. You have to, even if you stay home with your kids, you still need to have goals that you set for yourself, personal goals. I want to achieve this, or I want to read this many books this year, or this, I want to read one a month, or I want to listen to so many podcasts, or you need to have goals for yourself. You need to be improving yourself. You need to be gaining and learning. I am always learning. I'm always taking a class. I'm always reading. I'm always gaining knowledge. Even if I'm watching TV, I'm watching a informative show. I'm watching something that I'm learning from because I don't just sit idle. That's just who I am. It's how God made me. It's and it took me a long time to accept that. It took sweet tea a lot longer to accept it. A whole it lot longer. Because that's not how he is. Nope. He can sit for hours and play games on his phone or watch TV and just zone out. I can't. It's just not the way my brain functions. And so I you need to learn. What kind of learner are you? How do you learn? And you can take a simple modality test and learn that. I am a visual learner. I, If I do a class, I need to take notes because I need to be able to see what they're saying. I can't just hear it and learn it. He's a visual, he's an auditory learner. He can hear it once and learn it. Or do it once. Or do it once, which is a tactile learner and, and learn it and he knows it. But I can't. I have to see it. So I have to write it down and see it. And so I learn that about yourself and figure out what it is you like. Do you like to read? Do you like to do puzzles? Do you like to watch videos? What is it? And improve yourself. Work on improving yourself. And then figure out for your family what's right for your family. Is part-time work right for your family? Is work for home right for your family? Is full-time work right for your family? What's right for your family? And try to strike a balance that works for both of you and your family that makes everybody happy or as happy as you can all be in the situation that you're in. Can I chime in here? Yes. Even with, even with all of this going on and each of you are trying to figure out what you think is best for your family and for yourself and what you're doing, don't forget to communicate that with your spouse. Because if you decide to run off down the left-hand lane of a road and and don't talk to your spouse about it, they they can take that as a um, as a form of um, 
Uh, I guess the word I would use is um, selfishness or a um, neglect feeling. They feel neglected because you didn't bother to talk to them or discuss with you what you were thinking or what direction you wanted to go. Right. And like she said a few minutes ago, there's there's some changes coming up in our in our next couple of stories. That roller coaster is gonna do this. <laughs> yeah, it's it's no more a little bitty choppy roller coaster that Kitty rides on. It's fixing to start doing some major climbs. Mm -hmm. But we had some serious discussions that were fixing to happen in our life that we didn't know were fixing to happen. I'm fixing some major it, changes. It's some stuff that without communication can destroy a marriage. Yes. And if you're in that situation in your marriage now, reach out to us. Yes. We can help you with uh, coaching. We can do a reboot for you. We can do a, uh, a Yada program. Um, just reach out. Just and, reach out to and us and let us know what's going on. Message with you. We can text with you. We can just just to have somebody to talk to and and bounce some things off of. Yes, you can find us on uh, Facebook. You can find Elizabeth on um, all Instagram. the Instagram, LinkedIn, ElizabethClamor.com. Twitter, but I don't get on there really because I don't really Twitter's not my thing. I'm on Facebook. You can uh, you can find our webpage, theclamorgroup.com. Um, and through that, you can get to Married by Design, which is our coaching program. You can just get to Married by Design on Facebook, too. Yep. The, our Facebook page. Yep. And it's an open page. You can just join. You don't have to have any approval or answer any questions. So reach out to us if you have questions uh, concerning what's going on in your marriage. Leave us comments. We always yes. check our comments. We're always looking at our comments. So please reach out. Uh, we'd love to get to know you guys. We'd love to chat with you guys. Something you need, you want us to cover or you want us to talk about, just let us know. We'd be happy to cover that subject. We'll take a detour from Sweet Tea and Sass's life and cover whatever you guys need us to cover or talk about. Yep. So. This is not the uh, All About Us show. Oh, no. This is this is about helping y'all. All about getting, all about how to live happily ever after. We we call ourselves hope dealers for yes. married couples because we want to be hope dealers. We want to offer you hope and faith for your marriage. And and we want to, you know, be able to be that beacon when things get rough, when seas get rough and you're tossed and turned. And we want to be that beacon of hope. And it seems like the more you try, the the fuller the boat gets with all the water from the outside. Yes. And you just you sometimes you think I'm gonna sink. Well, so, never it never hurts to help ask for help. Yep. It never hurts to reach out for a helping hand or a shoulder to cry on or or um what do just, I what do I do? Just, we might not have the answer, but we can pray with you. And we can find the answer for you. So until next time, folks. What's our next subject anyway? Oh, our next subject is the uh, only way up. The yep. only way The only up. way up. The only way we're going to get up. Like I said, we got some major changes coming. That dip in that roller coaster is about to go. Woo! So tune in next time to figure out what the way up is and where we go from here. It's been a joy to talk to you all this week. And... We love y'all. May God bless you and all that you do. And we look forward to talking to you again next week. See you later. Bye, y'all. y'all.
Are you feeling broken or lost? Are you struggling to find a community of like-minded women? Come join us on Soul Win, Shining Our Light Women's Inspiration Network. Soul Win women have come out victoriously from their dark places and now use their God-given gifts to shine their light to the whole world. Get your free 30-day trial today. Go to www.soulwin.tv to subscribe now. Are you feeling broken or lost? Are you struggling to find a community of like-minded women? Come join us on Soul Win, Shining Our Light Women's Inspiration Network. Soul Win women have come out victoriously from their dark places and now use their God-given gifts to shine their light to the whole world. Get your free 30-day trial today. Go to www.soulwin.tv to subscribe now.